Welcome to Transmissions from the Evil Lair, the official podcast of the Brotherhood of Evil Geeks. Hey everybody, it's Chris here to tell you about this brand new episode of Transmissions from the Evil Lair. Today it's Amanda and myself sitting down to talk with actor Joshua Michael. Um, as I say when we start talking to Josh, um, if you have not seen him yet, uh, you will see him in something soon. Um, he is everywhere right now. It's it's crazy. Uh, he's on The Walking Dead. He is in the movie Game Night, which was just out, uh, which you should go check out. I just saw it. It was really funny. He is uh, he's going to be in Ant Man and the Wasp uh, this summer coming up. You know, every come on. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're going to see that movie. So yeah, he's going to be in that. He did a movie with Nicolas Cage last year, and we can talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, it's Nicolas Cage. We can't, we cannot let this opportunity go by uh, without asking at least a couple of questions. Uh, but Josh was great. Uh, he was great to talk to. Uh, we really loved having him here. Uh, so please, I hope you enjoy this episode of Transmissions from the Evil Lair. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the people at Datebox. Uh, they sent this really cool box to Amanda and I. Basically, it was just like, a, you know, if you're going to you know hang out at home one night, uh, get a date box. Uh, the one we got, we, um, they give you all the ingredients you would need to make like a Chex Mix, uh, Muddy Buddies, chocolate peanut butter type of thing, which is really good, really delicious. We enjoyed that. Uh, and it was a cute little book uh, that you still have, and you, you sit down to fill out and you, know, you write down stuff about yourself and you know, your first date. Um, so if you know if you're looking for something like a romantic gift uh, or something to do with uh, your significant other, uh, check out Datebox. Uh, you can check them out at getdatebox.com. Uh, and, and big thank you to those guys. Uh, so on to the interview. Here we go. Transmissions from the Evil Lair with Joshua Michael. Uh, all right. Uh, what's up, everybody? We are uh, sitting here tonight in the Evil Lair. Uh, I, of course, am uh, Chris, or sometimes C-Mart, whatever, whatever you don't feel like calling me. <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> I'm still trying to get away from Seymour. I'm trying to establish my real name as my. <laughs> well, literally, somebody th- recently thought that your name was Seymour. Seymour. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, is his name Seymour?" And I'm like, "No, it's Chris. It's Seymour." Okay, but anyway, hi, I'm Amanda. You might know me as Undies of Wendy. Nice to see you, Internet. We are sitting here tonight with a very special guest. Um, if you have not seen him in something. Uh, I guarantee you, you will see him in something because his IMDb, uh, excuse me, IMDb page is insane right now. Uh, we are joined by Joshua Michael. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for talking Yay. with us tonight, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. <laughs> Fanfare, applause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was, you know, I was gonna say, like, how's your how's your year going? But based solely on your IMDb, it's going really good. I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it's good. You know, it, it's uh, actually my my uh, my year so far has been pretty slow. But last year was was really sick. Uh, yeah, just if anybody's you know uh, not familiar, I'll just you know again reading off the thing here. Uh, starting in 2017, you were in Vengeance: A Love Story with Nicolas Cage, which yeah. I have an unlimited amount of questions solely about <laughs> Nicolas Cage. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. You were in I Tanya, which was just uh, nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, you were in Game Night, uh, which you were one of the main baddies in that movie. I just saw that the other day. Yeah. Uh, you're in Love Simon, uh, which I don't know if it's out yet. Oh, or I just want to see that. They just talked about it on Riverdale. Yeah. Huge yeah. product uh, plug right there. Um, yeah. You just did. Uh, you up to eight episodes of The Walking Dead. Uh, you're one of the saviors, right? If I, if I'm not mistaken that, uh, in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Jared, uh, uh, shithead savior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're on Black Lightning. Uh, you're going to be in The Dirt, which is the Motley Crue movie. Um, with yeah. like a whole bunch of people, um, a whole bunch of different names. Um, and the one I am, I know we can't really ask about it, but uh, the one I'm excited for is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is, I, like, yeah. I cannot wait to see that movie. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. And that was a that was a cool experience for sure. Wait, you're missing something very important. Were you on Nashville? I was. <laughs> That's just made my whole life. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Nashville, <laughs> even though it's life destroying. So yeah, uh, like I said, if you haven't seen him somewhere, you're going to see him. Um, what's it? What's it kind of like? You know, you're you're getting like a lot of high profile stuff lately. Is this kind of like a long time coming for you, or are you still kind of new to this? Or um, it's funny because you know. I've been acting in Atlanta for seven, going on eight years now, um, and and everything kind of has progressed in a way that I felt was natural. Um, like I went to, I started acting in high school. I went to school for theater and um, had a little bit of time off, and then came up to Atlanta and started acting. And you know, the first year I booked a couple bit parts, and then next year I booked uh, slightly larger roles and. So every year it just gets kind of uh, it gets better, and so much more stuff is coming to Atlanta. So there's so much more opportunity, um, and so it, yeah, it, it's just it, everything kind of feels natural. It didn't it doesn't seem like it's all hitting all at once. In fact, it, sometimes it feels like it's not going fast enough. But then when I when I step back and think about where I was a, a while ago. Um, you know, it's it's all very exciting and fortunate. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean by you know saying it feels like it's not coming fast enough. Once you get like that, that big thing like that happens, you're like, oh, that was great. When's the next one? Like, is it happening yet? Is it now? Like, exactly. Yeah. So you're always like you know looking to capitalize. Um, it's a, yeah, it's amazing because you you know you you think I've thought so many times. Uh, you know, I, oh, I booked this thing. Like, I'm working with Robert De Niro, and that was like three years ago. It's like. This this is going to make my career being in a scene with the greatest actor in history, you know, and or, or uh, you know, just just uh, you think you I've I've learned to not trust that everything I do is going to be the next thing, you, you know, you just yeah yeah take it in stride if it if it hits and if if people like your work on it that's cool, but you know don't put your eggs in any baskets really. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's so weird like what things that hit and things that don't hit. I mean, you have, like, you know, people in the movie industry who, you know, pick, you know, pick projects, uh, you know, have been doing this for years, and they're so sure that something's going to be huge, and then right. it just dies, like, when it gets out there. Like, you know, it, it's it's <laughs> almost impossible to choose what's going to strike the nerve of, any, you know, of the, you know, the mass audience at any moment, basically. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And but there's there's certainly <laughs> there's certainly names you can attach yourself to, like the the Coen Brothers, or you know, <laughs> you know that 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 kind of uh, you you know you'll be on a good project if you. That that's where I'm hoping to get to, actually. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, what? Um, tell us about The Walking Dead a little bit. Um, I know you just said you know there's a lot of stuff coming to Atlanta now. I feel like. The Walking Dead is a big part of that. I feel like they were like kind of like pioneers, almost like let's go to Atlanta and film. And like didn't, now, didn't Stranger Things also film in Atlanta? Yeah, I remember yeah Stranger Things. That, like, yeah, they were like right near each other filming. Uh, yeah, we interviewed uh, comedian Dana Gould uh, last year, and he created Stand Against Evil, and they shoot right, Atlanta. I think, right almost in the same area as The Walking Dead, like right you know right adjacent to them. Um, yeah. So hey, it's turning into like a big film hub. It's amazing, man. Over the past. I, I mean, it's been happening since since The Walking Dead, and, and truly, I, I don't think Tyler Perry's given enough credit. Largely that is also because, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the stuff that comes out of Tyler Perry Studios isn't the best, but you know that he's he's hugely responsible for bringing so much of of the industry here and and so much attention here. And then um, you know, obviously, The Walking Dead and and Vampire Diaries, the originals. Um, Stranger Things and all the the Marvel Universe films that have have been shot here, Spider Man Homecoming, the Avengers. Um, you know, there's there's just so much that has been going on. All the the uh, the latest Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it's just it's been bonkers the the amount of stuff that has happened here in the past couple of years, and it just keeps getting bigger. I don't think people really thought it would happen, but the tax incentives are so sexy that it just keeps. <laughs> work here you know in an amazing way sweet sweet taxpayer money yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you originally yeah. from atlanta i'm from conyers which is okay. um about 30 minutes yeah it's, yeah it's like i don't know if you ever heard it that's that's actually where they shoot uh they shoot they shot the originals and the vampire diaries and um they've done a number of things out there they shot prisoners out there that hugh jackman film right behind my oh, parents yeah, house. okay yeah yeah but it's it's basically a bunch of strip malls and you know, kind people. That sounds like a yeah. great place to be. Strip it's malls, not bad. kind people. It's not bad. It's We're not in the bad. Northeast. We have the strip malls, kind people. Mm, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> in Brooklyn, uh, we don't have I, any of those things. So, I mean, hey, relocate to uh, Conyers. Just make your way to Conyers. I'm, I'm the new ambassador for Conyers. Come to Conyers. <laughs> we have a, tar- a really, really long infomercial for Georgia tourism. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come to Conyers. We got, we got Target and Panda Express. I do love Panda Express, so not, you, get, it, not, you got me. Pretty solid in a pinch. <laughs> as far as drive-through Chinese food, it can't be beat. I mean, come on. <laughs> Here, here's a here's a little Panda Express hack. Go, uh, you can get all vegetables. You don't have to get lo mein or, or rice. Really, that is actually kind of useful to know. That is really good no. to know. I won't follow yeah. that advice because I'm a disgusting yeah. beast. But I mean, hey. Uh, well, you know, do 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 you you do you. Thanks. <laughs> um, but how did you um, how did you get up uh, involved in The Walking Dead? Was that um, you know something you tried out for? I mean, it's unavoidable yeah. being an actor in Georgia at this point. Well, yeah, it, it is. It, it's certainly a rite of passage for for Georgia Georgia actors nowadays because <laughs> um, there there's so much that they 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 turn to local talent to fulfill. Um, because there's so many people that just die, you know, in a couple episodes. Well, they uh, go I through think, a lot of cast, yeah. Yeah, they they go through a lot of folks, so uh, they don't, you know, it's it's a economy thing for them sometimes to cast some of these smaller roles. And fortunately, the role that I play and, and that Jason Warner Smith played, they decided to have back a couple times, and 
uh, unfortunately, Jason, you know, uh, he's, he plays Gavin. Um, I don't know if you guys watch the show too much, but yeah, absolutely. He, yeah, he uh, he just got his he he just got the all. He was the going all right back to the Negan in a box, right? No spoiler. Uh, yeah. Oh no, that's that that's uh, that's the character of Dang. No, he, uh, Gavin is the guy who got the the stick through the neck uh, by uh, by the little kid. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, we we lucked out. I, I had auditioned for the show a bunch. Um, I had probably I, I keep meaning to go back and look, but some some ten fifteen times uh, for different parts over the many seasons. I think I started auditioning around season two, and uh, it finally hit on season seven, which is crazy. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Pretty man. awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, it's cool. What it's it's gotta be like a surreal set, just kind of like. You know, when somebody else cut, there's like now hundreds of zombies standing around just acting like normal people. Like, yeah. Texting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go to eat lunch and there's like 50 zombies at a table. Like, you know, so yeah, some of them are texting. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing actually. It's it's it really is, it, and the makeup is so good when you're standing around those guys. You can't help. I mean, it's disgusting, but you can't help but just you know gawk at them. Um, I've actually I, I did a one of, I did a extra day on on one of the the uh, uh, episodes in season two a long time ago and just going through that process was amazing uh, how long did it take you to get all the makeup and stuff um yeah i mean start to finish they have they have a pretty pretty quick uh assembly yeah, after line seven seasons they got to make pretty much have it down like yeah they have it's it's amazing they they you know slap you uh, they throw you in costume they slap some blood on you they they have some other dudes well they actually they airbrush you first and give you like a base coat and someone does like your you know sinks your cheeks and sinks your eyes and then they pass you on to the next station they do your fingernails and and uh splatter blood on you i mean it's like like dream like makeover situation like i'm so excited that's what i want in my life like if i could if i could show up at my future wedding looking like a zombie and like not have everybody like look at me like i had 24 heads yeah. Well, that's you know. Uh, here, here's a little uh, idea for you. You could, you could get everyone at your your wedding to also be zombies. I think there's gonna be a couple parents, of hard cells. Yeah, there's gonna be a couple hard cells on that. I list. think my parents would shoot me, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say easily like 50 percent of the people are gonna be like, hell yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the rest of them not so much <laughs> into that. But, yeah. Um. The one thing that I always find interesting about, like, The Walking Dead, like, the the zombies, and also, like, I mean, in the Resident Evil series, one of the reasons why I liked it is because I like that they give the zombies different personalities. Right. Like, through their, like, costumes and, like, like, oh, this is the gas station zombie. Like, he yeah. pumping gas and then he turned into a zombie. Like, here he is. Like, Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> you have to kind of create a backstory almost that can't be told through words, you know? You, you know, just by makeup. And yeah, just costume. by looking at this person, you have to kind of gauge, like, okay, this they must have been this thing in, in real life, you know. Right. I also really like that on Talking Dead that they like do like the remembrance things for all in the memoriam. zombies too. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite bits. I, I love that stuff. The in memoriam, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like squishy head zombie, like broomstick in the eye zombie. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. I love it. Um, moving on to less undead topics, um, I just saw Game Night the other day, which I thought was really great. I wanted to see it, I'm mad that you went without me. 
<laughs> um, you had a pretty interesting uh, fight scene in that movie with uh, with Kyle Chandler. Uh, was that you, or was it a stunt guy uh, doing that? No, it it was actually so. So the first, the um, I have I've seen it twice already, and I'm trying to decide what they used because we we shot uh, the first couple of shots of us breaking down the door. So I kicked in the door. I come in up. Uh, well, okay, sorry. Uh, spo- first of all, spoiler. spoiler yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before folks, yeah, before folks listen any further, maybe we can give them, uh, you know, pick yeah. back up. I love spoilers. Two so minutes now, and you you'll miss all this stuff. I'll give them a heads but, up in the intro. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, so we we kick down the door, and and then I come in and punch just Jeffrey Wright. I'm not sure. And then at that point is when my stunt dude John Burnecker stepped in. And he did everything else until the last couple of shots where we dragged Kyle Chandler out. So, like, oh, you know, nice. it was good. amazing. It, you know, it's, and then uh, Reggie was uh, Zarek's stunt, stunt guy. Reggie Jackson um, is, uh, uh, yeah, was, was um, Zarek Williams' stunt guy. And, and basically the same thing. We, we shot, I think, the first couple of shots walking in the place and then uh, the couple of shots dragging him out. Nice, um, nice. And then, yeah, those guys did just amazing work. And, you know, the whole time we were there in case they needed us. So we just were watching them, you know, beat themselves up over and over again. It's got to be surreal, like, standing there watching somebody basically beat you up, like, your character. Like, Oh, that's yeah. getting the shit kicked out of me. Also. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because, you know, some some actors are pretty audacious sometimes. Like, they'll, you know, they <laughs> like, you see them. Uh, you know they'll they'll stay on set because ultimately that person is performing on your behalf. So you know they're they're like hurting themselves on your behalf. But like some actors will will be like, hey man, uh, I don't think I would do that. Like I would probably I would probably like wince less. And the dude's like, yo, I'm getting hit by a car. Like like what do you what do yeah, you? Yeah, just trying to make themselves like look a little bit tougher. Like you know, I think I would just kind of like shake that off. Uh, you know, catching an elbow to the face. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. He was like, I wouldn't fall down. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that hit like that, man. I'd, I'd stay up. Like and it's like, dude, you try. All right, well, go ahead, step in and do it. You know. You do then. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, but yeah, I really like that movie. I mean, anytime, I mean, R-rated comedy is like kind of like a dying breed these days. I feel like, you know, they, they you know, yeah, it's been kind of coming back a little bit. But I think I feel well, like most Deadpool, comedies I feel like it's are like you know, PG thirteen. Yeah. I feel like Deadpool yeah. is kind of like showing the resurgence of the R-rated comedy. Yeah, yeah, there's a few things here and there, you know. It's interesting because I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of these broad comedies, um, but having re- when I read the script of Game Night, I was, I was just so thrilled because it's smart, you know, and uh, yeah, when he, like Jason Bateman, you know, just he's just the king of of deadpan smart ass com like comedy, and it's just so quick and so smart. Like I, I just and and the the directors did so. Um, John, Jonathan Goldstein and uh, John Francis Daly, who folks will recognize from Bones and uh, Freaks and Geeks, um, he you know they they did a really nice job of containing. Like my my impulse when I got on set it was like, oh, it's a comedy. I can I can kind of joke around and like have fun. But they so many times they they kind of pulled pulled me back and pulled other folks back, trying to keep the the film kind of grounded and quick and not indulge too long on any jokes. It, you know, I think it's it's really well done for a, a, a studio comedy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's a comedy, but it's also a serious situation at the same time. Like there's yeah. actual high stakes in play, and like they don't realize it. 
basically. Um, so yeah, you, you really can't like kind of exaggerate because you know you're supposed to be the bad guy, um, right? Uh, so you can't be you know the the clown basically, um, right? But um, yeah, yeah, I, I I love the scene in the bar with uh, Rachel McAdams and uh, Jason Bateman. You guys are on the ground and like she doesn't realize she has a gun and she's like holding them all like, like she's really yeah, the real trailer. Gun. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, she thinks they're all actors and she's like waving this gun around and like playing uh, music yeah. and stuff. It was so much fun to shoot. Just unreal. I love her. Like, literally. Rachel McAdams, she, it, like, could do anything, and I would watch it. I'm pretty sure. It, and that's, you know, any any idea you have about how sweet she is, it's all true. You know, she, like, she's just a sweet, just the sweetest person. But, yeah, then, like, she goes from, like, playing super sweet characters to being fucking Regina George, which is, like, the greatest thing ever to me. <laughs> I love Regina George. Icon. Right there. Right. Live your best life. Um, what's it like, you know, kind of, you know, getting into these larger roles, now, you know, you find yourself, like you said before, like, holy crap, I'm working with Robert De Niro, like, working with these big names, is it kind of, like, overwhelming at first, or does it just become, like, oh, it's another person I work with, like? No, yeah, I, I, I do my best not to, at least on set, not fanboy about, you know, their work and stuff, because I, I, most of the time I try and show up, you know, ready to work and, and treat them like peers and, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I have a small taste of that doing this podcast. Like, when I try to like reach out to people, like where we're at conventions or something, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes to like I, I watched this show or this movie that you were in like twenty years ago or you know however you know five years ago or whatever, and I watched right. it a billion times and like I loved it and you know I, I have to be professional in this situation, but at the same time I just want to be like, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an amazing thing. You meet me every time we do a Buffy interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's spot on. That uh, you know, like working with Nick Cage. I, you know, oh, I wanted man. to. Talk about I raising have so many questions about that life. Like, <laughs> it, it's just wild. It was just wild. I mean, is it? I mean, like, I feel like at this point, like. As soon as he walks onto a set, it's just like a like a living meme, like arriving. Yeah, I was just like, gonna say that it's just like a meme in real life. Like, yeah. I mean, I, you know, he's probably just again like just a normal guy, just trying to you know, just trying to live. Like, he's trying he's to act, also you know? a meme. Yeah, he, he he's no, he's it's funny. He's like he's really approachable. I I I, uh, I took a picture with him and I was like, hey man, can I can I prom pose with you? And he was like, sure, whatever. Like you know, like just didn't, didn't <laughs> give a shit. But like. Can I see it? Uh, I think it's on my. It's on my. Uh, it's. I think it's on my Facebook page, my actor Facebook page. But I. I, I can pass it along to you guys. <laughs> it's. It was like one of the coolest moments of my life. But then you know, like, he was. He was set to direct it. Um, but then he got in. Uh, there was some conf- like some scheduling conflicts that he was on another film and he didn't have enough time for prep and stuff. But he had all these wild ideas to direct that movie, which it, it was you know one of my main reasons for hopping on the thing because i was so excited to yeah, be directed yeah. by someone so iconic and you know who's who has such a storied and you know conflicting uh film career um but you know we we did have a sit down table read with him and but as while he was still on board to direct and he uh he said to me he was like he was like because i'm pl- I play like a, a really terrible meth head rapist in that movie and he uh he he leaned over to me. And he was just like, you know, Werner, Werner Herz- Herzog said to me uh, on the on the set of Bad Lieutenant. Uh, and that's a terrible Nick Cage, by the way. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> it's about to be a worse Werner Herzog. He was like, 
He's like, Werner Herzog said to me, embrace the the pure joy of being evil. And, I, and like, truly, I, I just looked, I looked at Nick Cage saying this thing that Werner Herzog said to him, to me, and I, it's just one of the coolest things that yeah. ever happened to me in my entire life. Back of your head, like, I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> I, it seriously was, like, out-of-body experience. Like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> I feel like that's great advice for, like, every day. Like, just embrace, embrace the, the evil. Yeah. Yeah. Embrace being me and the evil, <laughs> the evil inside. It, I, yeah, it's like, embrace the pure joy the exhilaration behind being evil. It was like something really. It's feel just, like, I feel just like that's amazing. my motto, honestly. Yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, that, I mean, everyone just embrace Werner Herzog. You know, you take one thing a, away from this podcast, it's that right there. Yeah, I think so. yeah. That, and it's really hard to do an impression of Nicolas Cage doing an impression of Werner. Herzog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I can't even like. What's my favorite Nicolas Cage meme? Like now, I'm just thinking about it. Uh, the bees are... Yeah, I guess I was going to say the bees, the bees! Not the bees! Not the bees! That's so I, like, I would just be, I'd be like, dude, did you just decide to just go for it in that scene? Like, just I, fuck it, like, Sometimes you just, like, loose. gotta fuck it. Like, yeah. just throw two shits to the wind. I mean, and also, like, <laughs> National Treasure. I have so many questions about National Treasure. Like... <laughs> well, he, he also, he has this wild skull ring that was so cool. I was like, man, that's... That's something like your character would wear, but it's actually you wearing that. <laughs> so cool. I mean, like, it would, again, it would fit either for a character or for, from what I know of him, for him. Like, do you know, like, um, in Kick-Ass, in the, in the second one, do you know the picture that they hang of him over the mantle? Where it's, like, just his face? Like, I really <laughs> want that, like, framed in this house. Like, why do we I not have, have been, that? I actually didn't catch that when I... It, yeah, I needed to catch it though. That yeah, that's funny as hell. It's great. It's just like a mantle. It's like a picture of his face. He's making like this weird ass like. It's grin. always like the manic grin. Like yeah, yeah I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. No fucking reason. I like he truly, he gives no fucks at this point. I think he he really he's just having fun, and it's amazing too how because you think he, he's you know hearing all these crazy stories and and the choices he's made in some of these movies. You think, oh man, he's he's just out of his mind. He's he's just like let Hollywood get to his to his head or something. But I think it's it's the exact opposite. I think he's yeah. like, yeah. I'm just gonna have fun. Like I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm gonna make bold, wild choices. And I, you know, I think he's embraced this, you know, this wild idea that people have of him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like he, you said, you said earlier he has like a conflicted career. I mean, he he's done uh, he's done things he's been nominated for an Oscar for. And he's right. done movies that come out like straight to DVD. Like, it's it's not that he's, you know, like you said, it's not that Hollywood's gone to his head and he's sold out. He's doing it. He's doing what he wants to do to have fun, basically. Like, which is yeah. like, at, once yeah. you hit a certain point, like, why shouldn't you? You, you know? know what? This looks like fun. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Like, you know what? Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm in this role. I am gonna. I, I'm absolutely just 100 percent gonna go for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Small enough commitment, and you know, like Vengeance, I think we shot in three or four weeks or something. It was in heat. I don't think he had to be around that long. It was, you know, he can he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> he, he he lives his best life. He's got this. He's got. Yeah. Oh man, um, switching up gears for a second. I won't ask you anything too in depth about uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. But I mean, Lord sure. knows I want to. Lord knows I want to. But uh, yeah. you know, I, I realize you can't talk about that yet. Um, what's it like though? Like, I, I feel like Marvel movies right now 
are like, you know, to, to these times, they're like what Spielberg movies were, like in the 80s. Like the, the giant events that everybody goes to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's it like, I mean, what's it like working on something like that? Is that kind of like something that you're thinking while you're there? Or is it, you know, it's just, you know, again, like another job? Like I'm just trying to, you know, do my that, best. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll see when it comes out. My, my stuff in there isn't massive. Um, it's 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 a pretty small small a pretty small bit, but it it was awesome uh, to be a part of. And I was around for like a week or so, just experiencing the largest set I've ever been on. Maybe maybe save Independence Day. You know, it was. Oh, it's right. just, yeah, you were in the sequel to Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's crazy. You know, it was it was just an amazing time watching watching uh, Peyton Reed work. He he's a cool director, and the team. You know, it's just such a massive production to see something like that go on. And and our our scenes in particular are, are pretty massive too. The the bit that I'm in is is huge. Uh, I'm assuming there's a lot of like green screen and special effects. Um, it actually wasn't. I don't think they had. A, oh wow. A, well, they did have they have one they had one screen set up in in the at the end of the room that doubled for a uh, I, yeah I guess I can't take, say too much but don't get in trouble on our behalf yeah. no no and and I haven't even read the script like I, I don't, I'm not allowed the script I just kind of knew I got my sides for the days that I was working and uh, you know and I, I yeah I don't even know what the hell goes on in the rest of the script I know that I, know I was there I know there was a camera <laughs> yeah and I'm you know I play one of Walt Goggins's goons oh man what's it like working with him that's a dude he's I am cool like, as, amazed with he's cool as hell he he is a uh, you know he's he's such an energy um, and he you know he's funny as shit constantly like just just making it just not not intentionally he just his manner you know everything about him he's just a funny dude yeah i've heard uh, like interviews with him where he, i mean he, the characters he plays he's always like he's like another like nicholas cage type of guy he's going over the top he's going big like when he can he's gonna go big or go home yeah and like but i mean i've heard interviews with him where he again he's just he's a funny guy like the funny dude yeah. yeah and and he you know at one point he rallied he rallied us goons together and He's like, come on, guys! If you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, then do it. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna walk and walk with some fucking character and walk, walk like you mean to be there. And you know, it, it's just, it was so cool. I was, I was like, man, because there, there's not a lot of people that, you know, you, when you're put into a, a position of leadership in a script, a lot of times that doesn't translate to real leadership on a set. You, you know, yeah. other times you have sometimes folks let the the director do that thing or the AD do that thing, but to have someone kind of step up and be like. A leader on set um, that that was cool as that was cool as shit to witness because it, it kind of opens the the idea like oh there was a time when i could have maybe rallied my dudes you know and uh, yeah like okay now i know to look out for those situations like yeah you learn from them you know yeah and the, the director's got so much on their plate and ad's got so much on their plate you know it, it, it's partly your job like we don't have long together we we may have known each other for 30 minutes but you're my dudes, and and you guys do whatever the fuck they say, and <laughs> it's cool. It was it was a cool thing. Oh man, that's great! Like he, like I'm just in awe of him. Like I loved Justified. I mean, I thought yeah. it was, like that was such a great character. Vice Principals. He is absolutely amazing in Vice Principals. He's <laughs> so ridiculous. He's funny as shit. The show is really good. I like catch it every once in a while when you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just a, just such a sassy motherfucker. <laughs> um, uh, you know, aside from acting, is there anything else you know, you'd want to get into besides that? You know, did you ever want to direct, or you know, maybe are you writing a project of your own? Um, well, I mean, I'm a writer. I I, I write. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, plays published and stuff. So I, I, that's I went to school for theater and creative writing. Oh wow! Yeah, so I I still do that. Um, I'm picking up a new project tomorrow to start writing and um i have directed i've directed a bunch of music videos um i kind of got out of that because it was a little bit soul-sucking after a while <laughs> um but all that stuff's on my vimeo page and i play music i play drums um for a band this called look of, mexico. i'm sorry go ahead what's the name of the band uh look mexico all right uh i, yeah. I was gonna say we like right before we we started this interview we were just sitting here uh, watching the Goldbergs, and it was yeah. the, the, the uh, like the theme of the episode was it was the kids, like first time directing, and one uh-huh. of the things he said was like you know I always wanted to be a director until I actually had to direct and I found out it sucked, and like I felt I had the same exact experience, like because when I was younger like I you know I was all about being a director I wanted to direct, I went to school the first project I had to direct I felt like I was just yelling at everybody and like I don't like being that guy yeah and you know? all of my acting like my I had to take a directing class and I felt like I was just yelling at everybody and I was like oh it. wait a minute I hate this I like the writing part of it like the directing part not so much which is what like basically what he wound up finding out in the episode is that he liked to do the writing part yeah the directing part yeah I'll cut yeah, that out post production <laughs> yeah. it's a it's it's a miserable thing to be a director like it, it's it's like one anxiety attack to the next when yeah, you're I don't do so well with that yeah <laughs> yeah like I don't I don't want to be the guy like it's not that I want to be the guy in charge but I don't want to be the guy like you do this now like do that you know like I, I just ugh, that's yeah. so not me like yeah yeah it's, it doesn't have to be like yelly though no, you know it doesn't have to be it, a lot of times if you have a good uh, you know assistant director you can get them to be the dick for you yeah. <laughs> You be my hench uh, dick. Go. <laughs> or like I, I did, like on all my music videos, I I just I just did them myself. I they're all you know lyric videos most of the time, and or I did them with a very small crew. So it it's just it it's just kind of seat of your pants, and you don't have anybody to blame but yourself a lot of times. So you just you just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, did you get into writing uh, because of you know because you liked acting, or was it vice versa? You know, are the two connected? Um, I think I think I kind of had interest in both of them, uh, kind of uh, parallel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really. I don't think I started either one first. I, I mean, I guess I started writing earlier, but I just like both of them. I, I you know, just a, a way to be creative, I guess. What did you uh, What did you like to write mostly? Um, I, it's funny. I, I you know I have a four of my my six plays that are published are kids plays, young audiences. Um, plays so they get done in a lot of middle schools and <laughs> and uh, awesome. it's pretty cool it's fun I, I've actually had uh, I think I don't know if the University of Albany or I've, I've had productions up in Albany before oh yeah uh, there's, a, there's a pretty big theater department up here I was actually yeah. uh, I graduated from the creative writing uh, uh, program at SUNY Albany oh no shit yeah, that's yeah. cool what kind of uh, what kind of writing you do I did a lot of, uh, like, you know, a lot of prose and a lot of, uh, like, stories. I, you know, scripts I can do. I've, I've, I actually, uh, with some friends, wrote uh, uh, a season of an animated uh, show. Uh, we, 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 we animated the first episode, and it, we're, I swear the second episode is coming someday. Um, it's not motion. Yeah, we wrote, the, yeah <laughs> we wrote the whole season out. Um, 
But yeah, mostly I like to do you know I like to do you know pros like short stuff. I uh, I got into when you know, I we were talking before about the website. Um, you know I started our website. I got into like writing reviews, which I kind of liked at the time, but I, I felt like because I, I was reviewing things that I loved, like movies, TV shows, and stuff. So it be, it started turning things that I love into work. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was taking the joy out of it for me. So it kind of burned me out on. I'm doing that type of stuff, but I mean, I love. I'll always love, you know, talking about stuff I love or you know, writing about stuff I love. Yeah. How about you, man? I mean, um, I, I mean, if I told you what I write right now, it's really yeah. Embarrassing. Go ahead, tell us. Stop. Yeah. No, super embarrassing fan fiction. <laughs> Everyone, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> uh, I've just become anime trash again. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now in my embarrassing life. But, um. You know, I I've been writing a story for like eighty years that I never get a chance to do. That hopefully when I'm not in grad school anymore. I, uh, I my, like my big thing. I just told this story a couple of days. Actually, I told this story in the last podcast we did. Yeah. Um, my big thing when like, I was in college, uh, I was writing like I wanted to write a zombie story. Like, like nobody ever writes like stories about like. <laughs> What no happens one ever after does the initial? Stories. Well, no, this is this is you know in the in the late nineties, like early two thousand. Yeah. So like it's before the zombie craze. You know, I'm like nobody ever writes like a long term story. Like what happens like after the first outbreak? And like as I start writing this, issue one of The Walking Dead comes out. And I'm just like, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put this away now, uh, you know, forever because this is way better than what I could do. See, oh, the story is very similar to Percy Jackson, but I didn't huh? know about Percy Jackson when I started writing the story. So I had to, like, go back and, like, change everything to be, yeah. like, I'm, to I'm, be not Greek gods anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the same. I, I did a, I wrote this play, and it's, I, I ended up watching Black Mirror there shortly thereafter, and, and I was like, God damn it, I just wrote <laughs> well, the shit. same Black Mirror episode. We have one friend who Pretty much. refuses to watch Black Mirror because he's writing something, and he's afraid that he's going to, like, Either like accidentally be inspired by Black Mirror, or he's gonna end up yeah. Like, I, I think he's gonna end up writing something that already was in Black Mirror. Like, and then we're gonna be like, oh, this is an episode of Black Mirror, and he's just gonna be like, fuck, and like throw stuff at us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's a tough. I mean, it's just part of the zeitgeist, man. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. collective intelligence, you know. Hey. Oh boy. <laughs> I will say that Black Mirror, like, there's a couple episodes of that show that, like, still have shook me to my core. Like, I think about them. You know what episode I'm talking about. That's why you're smiling. The uh, fucking child molester one. Oh, oh that one, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I hate that episode. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucked up episode. The, uh, the, the one that always gets me is the, the uh, eye cam recorder, you know, where they're, they're playing stuff back. Uh, oh, the memory one. I know yes, which one you're that yeah, one's yeah. pretty crazy too. That one's bonkers. They're all bonkers. They all just make you. The, the first just, one that we watched was actually the one that was like correctly predicted the election. Yo, yeah, the one, uh, <laughs> what was it, Waldo, I think it was called, or something oh like that, God. about the animated cartoon. When, like, Triumph basically runs for president. Yeah, like this animated cartoon basically, like, it gets really popular because it's, like, politically incorrect and it just says, you know, like, fucked up things and. You know, insightful things, and then like it ends up like running for president, and this like cartoon. I mean, it's it is a beat for beat parody of Donald Trump, and I, like I'm, we're watching this, and I'm like, oh, this had this to be is, recent. This, yeah, this had to been written like in the past six months. Like this has got to be new. It's from right. 2013. 
Right. <laughs> just like my mind it's, is blown right the, now. The yeah. Simpsons too, you know, predicted it. And, yeah, I mean, just, Simpsons. That was like 15 years ago, I think. This world. The Simpsons like accurately yeah. predicts a lot of things that happen, though. It's so cool. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like a couple of celebrity deaths too. They were like, oh yeah, this person died of this, and like it's like. Well, they just uh, the Simpsons. yeah. The the most recent thing was um, uh, I guess like the U.S. won some medals in curling in the Winter Olympics, and like. The way they won was like predicted in The Simpsons, like the way Marge and Homer won, like what? Like, a medal for curling, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so funny. Crazy. I didn't see that that's one. like that's like next level crazy right there. <laughs> like, it's like why? Of all things, curling, why? Yeah. Oh man, we've been uh, we've been rambling for uh, for like forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, we're good. We're good at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I don't I don't want to keep you too long. This has been really awesome. I really enjoyed. Uh, Really enjoyed talking to you. Um, <laughs> hey, thank you. It's been been awesome on my end as well. <laughs> um, Are we going out? What's that? Are we going out now? Oh, hey, I can I can keep going. We can keep hanging out. I just don't want to keep you uh, too long. Like I do it actually. You know what? Yeah, no, I know. I don't. To keep it going. I don't mean to. Yeah, I don't mean to cut just the party short. Because I know I know Seymour's not going to ask any of these questions, but I need to know about your whole experience on Nashville. Because like, <laughs> first of all, that show like. Like, a couple things happened, and, like, the... I'm not caught up right now, but, like, two seasons ago, I'm gonna say, like, when all that shit started going down, I was crying as if somebody I fucking knew died. And yeah. she's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, she died, and she was alive, and then she died uh, again. And he's just oh like, boy. I, don't, I don't know anything. Yeah. I, uh... Well, I can't speak to that too much, because I don't really... I never really watched the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> You were just on it. And you were uh, like, "Yeah, whatever." It's like, no, no, no. It wasn't like it, it was just you know. It's it's it, it's not, it wasn't my speed. I definitely watched it to before I auditioned for it, and I watched the stuff that I was a part of. Um, but I, you know, I I think my work on that show I'm I'm frustrated with because I think I I I just didn't I didn't do what I was what I set out to do. But um, the first my first episode on there when I kind of. I don't know. I, I had four episodes, but the first one I had was directed by Eric Stoltz, who, you know, he's a he's been in film and TV forever. He's a, a legend, but just a just the sweetest dude, and like was so cool, and he kept encouraging me, and it was one of the best days I've ever had on set. And then everything after that, I I felt like I was just letting the directors down, and and I got in my head, and I got all, you know, worried about it. But it, you know, and, and like the, the the dudes on that show, like the the cast and everybody was just so sweet and so welcoming and uh, just just a cool thing to be a part of. I just wish I had performed better. <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. fair, that show's also very intense too, so I can't imagine that like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of emotions that probably are on that set. That's like I don't know. I watch it and I have a lot of emotions. So yeah. <laughs> what season were you on? Uh, three and four, I think. Okay, so that was when it was like still really good. The yeah, with the, I, I was like Claire and and uh, Gunner's tour manager. Uh, they're like my favorite people on the whole show. Like they're the only reason why I like still stick to it. So yeah. yeah that's cool. It was fun. It was a it was a cool thing, and they're they're both amazingly sweet. Just just so cool. That makes me happy to know. See, I like when I feel like people are sweet people, and then I'm right. So. I just, it all just comes back to me liking being right. That's... Uh, you know, I'll play off of that. Um, without, you know, without obviously throwing anybody into the bus and naming them. Have you ever had an experience, like, working with somebody where you thought it would be, like, 
this person's going to be great. And it's just like, oh, fuck this person, like, afterwards. Um, yeah, I, no, not really. Let's see. There, I mean, I've definitely worked with, with uh, divas and, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably, like, when you were in college and you had somebody who was, like, an asshole, like, in your theater. Like, you know what I mean? It's always, like, not... Not like real cool people. I don't know. Oh, I, like... I've definitely worked with like a, a really big actor that that just did not give two shits about being there, and and definitely did not care about wasting people's time, and was reading off a teleprompter, off of people like over people's shoulder. Oh, that sucks. Like... With first lines, didn't even read the script before he showed up, and that that was great. There, there's also, oh boy, there, there's a couple that I've worked with that had attitudes and. You know, one one was Hollywood elite, and one was the son of Hollywood elite, and oh, that's even worse. It was worse. Tell my dad about this or my mom about this. Okay, Draco Malfoy, relax. Yeah, Yeah, it was it was weird. It's weird, but I I I tend to give people a lot of credit. Uh, You know, you never know what folks are going through when they show up, or or how they're trying to get into character. Yeah, for sure. You know, you can easily have the the opposite situation where like. You can, you know, you can hear bad things about somebody, and then you work with them, like, you know, this person's amazing. Like, I don't understand what, what the, all that was about. Like, can I just take a minute and just, like, acknowledge how nice and Southern you are? Because, like, I'd be like, oh, fuck that person. You're like, oh, let, me, let me just day. unroll like, this list of people to tell off. Like, <laughs> no, well, because that's the biggest fear, I think, is, is that you have a bad day, and then people walk away being like, that dude's a dick, you know? And it's like, well, you don't know what they, they were going through going into it. You don't know why they took the project or what kind of issues they're going through or family issues or, you know, uh, it, it could be a low point for them in their career working that thing. And, and for you, you're like, I'm working with this amazing actor. And, you know, you it's you just never know what they're dealing with, so I, I try and give people uh, the benefit of the doubt that that maybe we caught them on a bad day, or maybe they just you know professionally suck, but they may be decent people. Who knows? <laughs> I only had one bad experience with a celebrity, and it still upsets me to this day. It just shook me to my core. What was that? Am I allowed to say it? Uh, you don't even have to say the person. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to remember. Who you know was. exactly who this person was. I said I like your shirt, and they said thanks. I know, and then they were oh. a dick to us. Oh, oh yeah. You I'll know tell what? You when no, we... this person was kind of a dick. I'm not. I'll back. You were there for that. It wasn't just me being sensitive. Yeah. I am very who sensitive. was this person? Am uh, I allowed to say we'll tell you. Yeah, we can tell you off the. Uh, you know, off I don't want to get sued. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I. Like normally, again, like I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like I understand. Like. We're just some. We're two people sitting in our living room, you know, with a podcast that, like, you know, people, you know, a, a decent amount of people listen to. I'm not like, I'm not like Chris Hardwick or like, you know, Joe Rogan. You're like, not. Yeah, Get you know, a, a wrong Chris. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, yes. So you know, I, I realize like doing our show isn't the most important thing sometimes. But like, we were at a convention and we had press badges. The person wasn't doing anything, and it's not like they had a line of people at their table. And like, yeah, really, I just want to do nothing but talk about you. You know, the thing you, you know you're known for, and like promote you. Like, you don't have to be a dick to me because I asked if you want to well, be on my podcast. Like, the person wasn't even a dick. They made their they like, had, they agent had a hench dick do it. Yeah, yeah, they made their hench dick do it, and it was real <laughs> fucked up. They're like. He doesn't do podcasts, and I was like, "Okay, bye." Oh, sorry, I didn't. And I was like, yeah. looking to listen. Whenever I see somebody, a celebrity at a convention, they have a booth and they have stuff for sale. I look to buy something of theirs. So it's like, if you're gonna do an interview with me, like I'm gonna be nice, like I'm not gonna be like a dick and like not, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, like I'll throw you a bone, man. 
um, I was looking at the prices, and the person was like, can I help you? I was like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to buy your shit, but you're being a dick, so mm, no, no, maybe not so much gonna buy your shit. No, boy. I was just saying we had we had to run in with somebody else when you when you brought up selling merchandise. Like as soon as this person found out we weren't interested in buying anything, like <laughs> I forgot we just wanted about to talk to them. Too. His interest in talking to us immediately disappeared. No, you're staring at my boobs the whole time, so at least he got something out of that conversation. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, it's tough, strange to you know working those tables at a at conventions and stuff because I mean I've only done it three times now but by the end of the day you're just exhausted and yeah I mean know. I can only I mean I mean from even I was from gonna our say end from things, our end like, of it like we're not even important and people don't even care it's, about yeah us it's an it's endless onslaught of talking to people all day like I am at the end of the day I'm physically drained when we come home on Sundays of conventions we just sit and like don't look at each other don't talk to yeah. each other just like be away from people like that's literally you just yeah. have to like get away yeah yeah Hey, has anybody ever told you told you guys? All right, so so Amanda, you have a real uh, like Christ, Kristen Shaw. Uh, you're, Kristen you know, Shaw, from, really? Yeah, that just from made me my you, whole life. You sound you sound a lot, and then and then uh, you know, Chris, you got a real. You sound like um, uh, Penn from Penn and Teller a little bit. You are people. This, pe- yeah. Three people have said that to you on this podcast now, <laughs> yeah. but I've never gotten Kristen Shaw before, and that she's it's, like my like life. So. I love her. Yeah, it's it, it's like damn. I'm I'm talking to Kristen Shaw and and Dang Penn from Penn and Teller. Yeah. <laughs> we should start just marketing ourselves that way. <laughs> yeah. Hi, you might think that I am a cosplayer, yeah. but I'm actually Kristen Shaw. Yeah, no, not no, Seymour no longer. Yeah. Seymour. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, you are not the first person to say that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm trying to think. Like, somebody just said it recently. I don't remember who it was. I don't know. It was like literally, I'm going to say two times like on this podcast. Yeah, it was, it was another actor or comedian or somebody. Was it Michael? Nathan's? Uh, I don't remember. might have been. I don't know. It might have been. It was recent. Another uh, Marvel Universe guy, Mar- uh, Michael Nathanson from uh, nice. The Punisher. See, now we have to work <laughs> on, we got Michael to a convention near us. Now we have to work on getting Josh to a convention near us. Yeah. <laughs> What, uh, where is it, like, up in Albany, huh? Yeah. Well, well New York, we do, like, yeah. Boston, like, those... We're, yeah, Albany's right in between Boston and New York City, so we get, actually, a lot of, like, decent-sized cons around here. Now sure. we're doing, um, the people who do Rhode Island's Comic-Con are doing a show in Albany, so we actually just got confirmed press for that, so now we get to the hangout at that show, so yay. Dang. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, well, yeah, I'm going to Cincinnati and, and I think, uh, Minnesota somewhere. <laughs> Ooh, uh, we, love, love we love Minnesota. It's our favorite. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and nothing in Albany yet. I mean, hopefully, I'm still alive and Walking Dead. So hopefully that uh, <laughs> you know, as more stuff airs, then maybe folks will give a shit. But they uh, they always have a big turnout at uh at New York. Maybe you'll you know be on the next one of those. Yeah, do you guys go to those Walker Stalker cons or whatever? Uh, no, but I've heard they are a great time. Yeah, there's I remember lots the Walker of Stalker. I, uh, debauchery. I caught the the Walking Dead panel. I want to say it was like right before season two aired at New York Comic Con. I'm like, wow, that's, when that's you, no small feat. Yeah, that's when you can. I mean, like, we had to wait all day. We got into, we got into that panel and the one for the first Avengers movie. So it was like, holy shit! Like, we, now, the, nowadays that will never fucking happen. Yeah, now right? you can. You, you have to wait all like all every day of the con to be able to get into that panel. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they actually they've actually moved it to Madison Square Garden, the Walking Dead one. Yeah, because they appear there. Yeah. 
It's yeah, it's wild. It's just wild. It's crazy how big that show is. It's it's too big for that area though, too. Like it's like San Diego Comic Con. Like okay. it's weird to say about New York City. Like something it's, is too big for New York City. It's too big for New York City. Because but it honestly, is too big for New York City. Um, yeah. We, we, I've never been to San Diego Comic Con, but we've been in that area, and the convention center is like miles and miles long. Like it's just right. like, never ending. Yeah, yeah, it's never ending, and. You know, obviously that could accommodate all the people and like all the streets around it and all that stuff. It's just like there's the traffic flow and that in by the Javits Center and like just they need to do something because it's just some bullshit now. Like it just they can't. <laughs> um, but is it is it kind of weird doing these cons now? Like going out to these shows and like meeting the you know like the, the endless onslaught of people every time. Oh, I, well, you're being generous with an endless onslaught of people. <laughs> uh, no, I don't really. Uh... Uh, you know, I, I had plenty of people come by the table, and you know, it's amazing to to meet folks who love the show so much. Some it's it's uh, it's a it's quite a it's quite a cross to bear too, a little bit because people are like, you know, I, they don't realize. I think you're like just a character. Before, well, yeah, and and so before I did before I did the season seven, I I literally worked four days. Uh, of the entire season and and you know they shot for five months so uh, they the, the folks that have been following the show from the beginning um they they really they're just so precious with it and for me i i don't have that amazing viewpoint into the world at least i didn't then um that that they were hoping for uh so it's, it's like you know they're asking me things about what did you think happened well, about what happened to this guy in season four? And like, did you give me the actor? And you know, how, how cool is Andy? And how, how you know, this, that, and the other. And you're like, boy, I, 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 I had four days, and I was working with I the was same Jared. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jared. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, like, do you want to talk about like I don't know Disney movies? Like, I don't. I, I, um. Yes. I don't the really... answer to that question is yes. I always want to talk exactly yeah it's it's like I, I i feel more comfortable talking about other stuff because i i don't want to let these these folks down you know and, and at the time that i booked the show i'd only watched the first two seasons and kind of had stepped away from it because it was it was just too dark and i just didn't want to season two do. was was a bit rough that was like oh god it was i didn't a, get past the first two episodes so season two was just like how bad can we make you feel <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but and, and so much of it is that, and so yeah, I I would I I'm, I was just watching Bob's Burgers, so like yeah, I uh, I had st- everybody kept uh, when it was on the leftovers on HBO, everybody was like raving about, and like I watched yeah. the first season, and oh, I, yeah, that was a I lot. could not watch one minute more, like it's like being punched in the face every week, like you know, yeah. for an I hour. Was, <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to. I, I, uh, I hear, I've heard great things about it. Like I said, I, I've recently just gotten into anime again, and, like, I, I like watching a lot of anime, and anime can be, like, real fucking rough. Like, they just, like, they're like, oh, are you happy? You like this character? Guess what? <laughs> Terrible yeah. shit's gonna happen to them for a lot of episodes, and then they're gonna die. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I can only, I guess my threshold for that is pretty big, but then it's like, Leftovers was a lot. Yeah, it, it was, was just like, oh, every week was just like, I, I, need, yeah. I need to hug something soft and furry and oh, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now maybe I'll, I'll have to prepare myself for that one then. Yeah, <laughs> wait for like a really sunny day when you're feeling great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great day for leftovers. <laughs> wow. Um, 
I feel, you know, um, you feel like in a lot of the stuff you're in, you, you're like, you kind of get cast as, you know, I, just from my point of view anyway, like from what I've seen, you know, Walking Dead, like, game night, you get cast as like the bad guy. Does that like affect you? Like, you're, you're like, you know, am I putting out a vibe or something? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I do. It does a little bit. I mean, just because my look, I, I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel very approachable. Uh, just in everyday life, mm-hmm. so I, I have to go out of my way to smile at people, and most times I feel like people think that's creepy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, now you're here going in the other direction, like whoa, whoa, really? Yeah, and, and like going to my my YMCA and like you know, like waving to moms and their kids, you know, like 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 the, who is this weirdo? Like this long haired dirtbag that is like just all smiles at us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, f- I feel like I have to do a lot of reverse PR most of the time. Just like, hey, I'm I'm a decent guy, reverse I guess. PR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know I play like a shithead all over the place, but like, I'm I'm mostly normal, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, I'm I'm ready for a haircut for sure. Didn't ready you just for- describe yourself in one of the movies that you were in as a meth head rapist too? You're like, hi, I'm not a meth head rapist. In real life. <laughs> exactly. That's playing one on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my poor grandma. She's like, I just can't wait till you play a, a role that's a, a nice guy. You know that it, that I I don't like you selling dope all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. I could be really selling dope. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I just really want I I want my grandma to be happy at some point. I want to. I want to be in- never happy with me. She's <laughs> <laughs> always like, uh, why do you do such things? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> She doesn't know how lucky she is. She doesn't know how lucky she is. You hear me? <laughs> Listen up, Amanda's grandma. That's enough of that. Yeah. Well, I answered FaceTime the other day in an Oogie Boogie costume, and she was just like, why do you do these things? What is that? Yeah. 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 That's all right. It's the best way to live your life. Um, is there anything, any, like, any kind of project you have as like a dream project, something you just absolutely love to work on? Um, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love, I've, I've been really gunning for, I've been gunning for and not, I've only auditioned once, um, for Fargo on FX. All right. Uh, I thought that would be amazing. Um, I, I would, I've, I, I just, I'm such a huge fan of the Coen brothers. I feel like everything they do is just amazing. So I, I would love to end up on one of their, their shows at one point or, Something P.T. Anderson does, you know, like it's so. Oh yeah, cliche. I just uh, I just watched uh, There Will Be Blood for like the dozenth time the other day. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, it's like, so how good it is. Yeah, I mean uh, Daniel Day Lewis in that movie, just like it's. I mean, it's not like an it's not like an action movie. It's not like an adventure movie, but it's still he's just so compelling. Like this 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 guy who's just. Such a dick through and through, like how like you know just driven he is, like yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable, it's amazing, yeah. Um, so uh, those are those are that's wish list stuff, but who knows? <laughs> um, you know, would you you know would you ever want to work on something like a period piece like that, like you know something like that, like you know, you know, was it like mid eighteen hundreds? I think that's that was set. Oh yeah, I would. I would love. I would kill. You know, like some of that stuff, like uh, like Godless, or you know, any of those, any any sort of period piece. I'd, I'd, you know, the Southern Gothic stuff. Like I, I, I love all that 
I love all that stuff. Just the costumes alone, worth it. Like, you know, it's, it's like, can I just take cool. those home? Thanks. Like, yeah, I, I got to do, I got to work on um, Mercy Street, which was a cool thing. It was just, you know, just the costumes and the, it, they, they shot it in Virginia. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that show. It was like a PBS show. Oh, um, yeah. Civil, Civil War. Okay. PBS. Um, and it was cool. It was, it was cool as hell. Just, uh, you know, period pieces are amazing, but they they also cost a lot of money and, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't get, don't get done a lot, I guess. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, again, I, I always feel bad whenever I go over an hour, so I, I don't want to keep you. Keep no, you thank you. This is, yeah, you guys, this, this has been so yeah. awesome. Um, I, where can I, I, pre- no, sorry, I, keep, I, I can't hate cutting, I, we keep cutting each other off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, where can uh, everybody you know get at you on uh, like Twitter or Facebook and uh, that kind of stuff? Yeah, you can uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, um, facebook.com backslash whatever slash uh, Joshua Michael Actor. Ooh, I also have a playwright page if you give a shit. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm fucking everywhere. It just over. You can be just so tired. <laughs> You can be so tired of me in like a single day. Just like follow me everywhere and just be exhausted with just how I'm fucking. Doing it right now, I'm ready. <laughs> and then uh, you can follow my band, Look Mexico, on Twitter or, or Facebook. Uh, we're on Spotify and iTunes and all that shit. <laughs> what, uh, what type of music do you guys play? Um, it's it, we we call ourselves we're, we're kind of like pop math rock. We always kind of <laughs> rush fans. Yeah. What's that? Rush fans? Uh, I mean, definitely Rush fans, but not not. It's not typical of Rush. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, it's if, if folks listen to that band minus the Bear or okay. American, Fo- we get a, a lot of comparisons to them. Um, yeah, but it's it's fun stuff, and we're we're writing we're actively writing some new music, and hopefully be in your neck of the woods at some point. <laughs> Going, no, you're not only gunning for you know screen presence, but you know audio presence as well. Yeah, I mean, cool. It's a cool uh, thing to keep your mind off of not getting auditions. <laughs> uh, again, thank you so much, man. This was great. Uh, you know, yeah. please feel free to come back again in the future. We're uh, we're all, our door is always open. Yeah, thank uh, you all for uh, thank you all for having me. This has been transmissions from the evil lair. I am I am Chris. I am sometimes Seamart, sometimes Seymour. Yeah. And I'm Undies of Wendy, but you'll probably pronounce that wrong anyway, so just say Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> and again, thank you, uh, thank you, Josh, for joining us. Thank y'all.